Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029. We also have Shiloh from B1029, and we're recapping and discussing some of the big entertainment stories from the week of uh, September 26th. And of course, our, our thoughts are with all those that are affected by Hurricane Ian as it slammed into Fort Myers and the central part of Florida there. And Shiloh, I know you had some family and friends that were affected. My wife had some family that was affected. And I mean, you, you were just there. Yeah, I was just there for uh, for Wyatt's wedding, my my brother, um, just two weeks ago. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy, and it's so weird because five years ago I got married and had my honeymoon in Florida, and Hurricane Irma hit. Five years later, today, my brother gets married, and this is the week of his honeymoon, oh. and we have another I named hurricane. So weird, right? So basically, you guys are cursed with hurricanes and honeymoons. Yeah. Thankfully, there are no more Burton children <laughs> to get married <laughs> and, and, and doom Florida to another terrible hurricane. I have spent many, many days on Fort Myers Beach. And from what I understand, it is just absolutely like decimated. Like it's just it's gone. Yeah. There's only I'm... a few structures that are are still standing and they're severely damaged. I'm very yeah. lucky that my family was much more inland, so they they were further away from the coast and further away from the water. But oh my gosh, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. I got emotional like going through. I was on Twitter looking at some of the pictures, and it made me emotional because I mean, that's that's man, that's part. That's your family, and that's people that are like their lives are just completely turned upside down. Whether you weathered the storm down there and hunkered down or not, yeah. Yeah, especially just to watch everything, you know, that, that, yeah, your life just basically, you're right, just get literally washed away. I mean, yeah. the, the surge, the, the, you know, the waves, the, the water surges, the winds, obviously, it was like in excess of 150 miles an hour. Um, yeah. Storm surges like 12, 15 feet. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot. In fact, I mean, there are videos, I mean, just the other night watching on TikTok, my wife and I just videos of, People showing their homes, showing the aftermath. There's pictures, you know. I mean, it's it's devastating down there. And again, our our thoughts are with all the people down there in the Fort Myers and Central Florida area affected by Hurricane Ian. So that, that it's going to take a while for them to to definitely rebuild and, and get back to some sort of normalcy down there. But we'll we'll definitely be watching that. But not that this podcast today is going to be a bunch of downer news, but. Uh, we also lost a, a rapper icon over the week. Uh, Coolio passed away at the age of 59. Um, obviously, you know him from Gangsta's Paradise. Uh, also, another one of his hits uh, is a 4-3-2-1-something new. Yep. And so the, the, the initial cause we know of right now is that he passed away on Wednesday from a, a heart attack. He was at a friend's home. He was in the bathroom. This is according to, to Coolio's manager. And that they suspect that he died of a heart attack. I was, I, I mean, obviously time flies. You don't realize when time flies, but Coolio was 59. It's like, wow. I know. He's been around a while. <laughs> oh, he's just, I mean, he's Coolio. Yeah. Like it's, it's Coolio. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the coolest name, like the best rap name ever. And an incredible artist left an amazing legacy. And I thought it was interesting that he passed on the anniversary of the Stevie Wonder album, that features, um, it's, I think it's pastime paradise. Mm -hmm. 
um, which is the song sampled on Gangsta's Paradise. And Stevie Wonder did not want them to use it. He was like, I don't want you to use my song for some gangster song. Um, but after they, they gave him 95% of the publishing rights. <laughs> He's like, promised, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, he got paid. And then they had to promise that they wouldn't use too much profanity. But Coolio was able to use that track. And he, yeah, and he passed on the anniversary of that album, which I think wow. is kind of kind of cool. Very monumental. Yeah. Well, and of course, that was for the movie Dangerous Minds. And, and Michelle Pfeiffer, when she heard the news, even wrote a nice little touching tribute to him on Instagram. She said, you know, quote, heartbroken here of the passing of the gifted artist at Coolio, a life cut, in, a life cut entirely too short. As some of you may know, I was lucky enough to work with him on Dangerous Minds in 1995. He won a Grammy for his brilliant song on the soundtrack, which I think was the reason our film was so much or saw so much success. I remember him being nothing but gracious. 30 years later, I still get chills when I hear the song, sending love and light to his family. And that's cool. Yeah. And Ice Cube obviously wrote, you know, this is sad news. I, I witnessed firsthand this man's grind at the top of the industry. Rest in peace at Coolio. MC Hammer. Also uh, sent his condolences, saying one of the nicest dudes I've known. Good people, R.I.P. Coolio. Uh, Martin Lawrence also sent his condolences as well. And here's another bit of trivia, too, that I, I just read that. Do you remember the Nickelodeon show, Keenan and Kel? Yeah. Well, he was the creator and artist of the theme song for that show. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, he was the creator and artist of the theme song for their uh, Keenan and Kel show, Nickelodeon. Oh, that's so cool. He's also Kwanzaabot. <laughs> uh so yeah r.i.p coolio i'm sure I, I know we played dangerous minds when on, on thursday after we we, we know we, we read the story and i i'm sure that other places you're going to hear gangsta's paradise and some of the other coolio's hits too when you're out and about all right so hopefully this is the last time we have to talk about this it's but, not gonna yeah well fingers crossed but don't worry darling again haven't seen the film yet, um, but no one's talking about the film. Everybody's talking about the alleged drama that went on behind the scenes between Florence Pugh, Olivia Wilde, maybe even a little bit of uh, Harry Styles. But here's what happened. Vultures put out a, a report on Friday last week, or the I'm sorry, the, the Friday previous. So we're talking two Fridays ago that Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde got into a screaming match on the set and there was a big blowout argument, which we've all heard before. Well, 40 members of the crew and, and, and production crew of Don't Worry Darling sent an exclusive statement to people. And here, let me read this to you. Quote, as a crew, we've avoided addressing the absurd gossip surrounding the movie we're so proud of, but feel the need to correct the anonymous sources quoted in a recent article referring to the Vulture, or, yeah, Vulture article. Any allegations about unprofessional behavior on the set of Don't Worry, Darling are completely false. They called Olivia Wilde an incredible leader. Uh, they also stated there was never a screaming match between our director and anyone, let alone a member of our cast, referring to Florence Pugh. So if you got 40 members of this crew, just like, look, just stop already. Just go watch the film and be talking about the film. Don't stop talking about what may or may not have gone on behind this film. But look, we don't need the article from Vulture to come out and say, oh, there was a big, you know, to do with uh, Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde. No, we already know that. 
there have been already other sources and and articles written about the nonsense that allegedly went on behind the scenes that may or may not had to do with Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles, but that's kind of where it all got started was that Florence Pugh was allegedly a little upset with Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles' relationship. Apparently there was some, you know, she would disappear with Harry during the set. And anyway, yikes, <laughs> but to have the personnel that worked on the film release a statement saying none of that is true. Hopefully that just puts an end to everything. Well, it makes me wonder if this really was the publicity stunt put on by like maybe um, a white collar worker. So, so, so my guess is that either Olivia Wilde herself, or maybe, I, I think maybe this was a huge like PR stunt. Like we're going to, we're going to make a big fuss about them getting together and we're going to, we're going to say, oh, well, Florence Pugh was jealous because she, you know, her chemistry with Harry Styles was so good. And we're going to say that she fell in love. You know what I mean? Like they're going to, they're, they're spinning some weird drama between these three A-list celebrities just for the sake of the movie. And the cast, I'm sure, yeah, the production crew, the cast, I'm sure they're like, shut up already. Like we worked really hard on this movie. We want the focus to be on the freaking movie that we spent all of this hard work, time, effort, blood, sweat, tears, the whole nine. And you want to talk about freaking Harry Styles and who he's sleeping with. Like, it's not about that. And it's not about the sex scenes. It's not, it's about the artwork. And I think, I think that was their, I, I'm glad that they released a statement, but unfortunately I don't think it's going to solve anything. Right. <laughs> the rumor mill is going to continue to turn. Yeah. Well, and Florence Pugh was, you know, not at a lot of these, she, she did show up to one of the premieres, but for a lot of the publicity and such, she wasn't there. She didn't say anything. So people started speculating and eventually actually Florence did actually put on Instagram a really nice, you know, Hey, you know, I'm very proud of this film and what we did shared some photos, including one of the photos was while film, one of the scenes with starring her and Olivia Wilde from the film. So Florence Pugh has finally, you know, said something about it, but not to cause speculation, not to read deeper into it. But when you said about this being a PR stunt, I just quickly looked up, what is, what is the premise of this film? And so the premise of the film is basically Alice and Jack live in this idealized community of victory. And it's, it's an experimental company town that houses the men who work on a top secret project. And while the husbands are away, the wives get to, and this is from a, a, a description of the film. While the wives get to enjoy the beauty, luxury, and debauchery of their seemingly perfect paradise, however, when cracks in their or their life begin to appear, exposing flashes of something sinister lurking below the surface, Alice can't help but question exactly what she's doing in victory. So when you mention this being a PR stunt and you know having all these things going on behind the scenes, it kind of sounds like a premise of the movie because you have this film... But yet there's these things going on behind the scenes that wanted to choose like, well, did this really happen behind the scenes? Is this what really is going on? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think it's a good move. I think it's, I mean, it's given us something to talk about and it's made us like it's put, don't worry, darling, at the forefront of everybody's minds. 
Like yeah. it was going to be anyway because it's Harry Styles and Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde, and they've got a star-studded cast. So oh it's yeah, be an incredible movie. I haven't seen it yet, but it's yeah, it's it's going to do fine. Yeah, I'm sure it will. All right, so this one, this other story that uh, kind of broke later on in the week, uh, Haley Bieber. She's been pretty quiet on this subject ever since she and Justin got together, got married, finally has addressed the rumors that she was getting with Justin Bieber while he was with Selena Gomez. So Haley was on the Call Me Call Her Daddy podcast with host Alex Cooper. And Alex asked her, you know, basically point blank, did did you did, were you with Justin while he was with Selena? That's kind of been the rumors. And so Haley said, quote, I can say period point blank. I was never with him when he was in a relationship with anybody. That's the end of it. She goes on to say they were not in a relationship at the time. But of course, there's been a very long history there. And it's not my relationship. And basically said, look, he closed that chapter. And she's that that's not me. I had nothing to do with what went on over there how it ended, what, you know, what transpired in that relationship that had nothing to do with me. And so when he was free and clear of that, that's when things got on with us. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like Haley Bieber has gotten a bad, a, a bad rep. I feel like Selena fans never gave her a chance. Mm-hmm. Justin fans, I don't think ever really gave her a chance. I think she's really had to, I think she's been alone in, in this, in, in like the, the media side of it, just because every time you turn around, I mean, Justin Bieber's always going to be in the tabloids in something he's, you know, a superstar. So he's going to be in the news, but people like to speculate about people's relationships. And I feel like she's never truly been accepted. And this was a really good way for her to, get her side of the story out and and be independent about it. You know what I mean? Like it I feel bad for her because I feel like yeah. every time she, every, every time we turn around like she's getting dogged about something. It's like leave that poor girl alone. Like she, she's been through it. She's dating like she's married to Justin Bieber. Like obviously she's got a lot on her plate. Well, yeah, and she had that scary health scare um exactly. just last year or was it really this year last I mean it was very recent. Yeah, it was earlier this year. Yeah. So, yeah, and you know what? She's she stayed quiet. She's not really one to really go out and, and you know, I don't know, <laughs> get on her pedestal, as you could say. Yeah, but, I feel like yeah. she's pretty private, and she's yeah. stayed out of the drama, out of the tabloids. It's like they put her in there because of her relationship with Justin. I think that he and Selena had a very true relationship, but it was toxic. I don't feel like either one of them were good for each other. And I feel, I mean, sometimes relationships just don't work out no matter how bad you want them to. And that's just life. Yeah, it is. I mean, look, again, it kind of goes back to the Britney and Justin. We all wanted Britney and Justin to work out. It didn't work out. Same thing with with Justin and Selena. Selena. We wanted it to work out. It was like the, the, the match made in pop culture heaven. And it didn't work out the first time. Then they got back together. Didn't work out a second time. Look, she had nothing to do with it. So Bieber fans, Selena fans, that's the story. Leave it alone. Move on. 
All right, so moving on to our final WAH story. This one I think kind of caught people off guard because obviously Brad Pitt is is still in his divorce with Angelina Jolie, which I feel like has been going on for about the last 10 years. I don't even know if that divorce is ever going to end. But Yeah. (laughs) He's been... uh, I know, it's been a mess. But he was seen out recently with model um, Emily Radicowski. Oh my! Look, I'm sorry. I I I always butcher her last name, and I apologize. Rajeshkowski. The girl from the Borderlines video. Yes, the girl from the Borderlines video. Yes, Emily. Oh my God. <laughs> so now, look, they've been seen out together, and I guess they've been seen out a few times. But sources say they're officially not dating. But you know, he's you know, I, guess, I mean, he's 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 playing the field. I, mean, I guess, but. I mean, I thought that they were dating. Well, I was kind of hoping they were dating. Yeah. I mean, now she's been also seen out with other people, too, was what I've read. So, but sources say, look, the, the, the thing between she and Brad are, are casual, you know, just kind of, you know, getting to know each other. Obviously, he's still got the the world's longest divorce going on with Angelina Jolie. I honestly don't know how long this is going to last, but I don't know. What do you think? Do you think Emily and Brad would be a good couple? Yeah, I think so. We'll have to keep an eye out on that one. Oh, for sure. We're going to keep an eye on that because I want to know all of the details. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. We drop new episodes every Tuesday, recapping and discussing some of the big entertainment stories from the week. You can listen to all of our episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. For Shiler, I'm Joe from B1029, and we'll catch you next week.